the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour podcast where I made it on time. It was close, huh, kid? He's texted me, you're going to make it today? Well, I did make it today, but I am not going to make it tomorrow. I'm going to tell you why. Not simply because that fat slob Jelly Belly Pritzker passed the progressive income tax and several other existing taxes, which was so outrageous that they had to do it on Memorial Day. Just despicable what happens in Illinois, how they sneak these ridiculous laws and intrusions on your liberty and freedom. And I'm not just talking if you're an unborn baby. I'm talking if you're a citizen in Illinois, how ridiculously scummy it is on its face and how it was reported in Chicago HD slaying media. Sickening as well. We're also going to talk a little bit about Trump, how two things can live in the same place. Um, but moreover, I am, well, that's, that's a strong word. I'm leaving for Florida for my business tomorrow. And then from that day forward, all trips will be round trip, but back to Florida. Because if you're watching what's happening here in Illinois, and you have respect for yourself and your money, you have to make it. There are decisions that have to be made. By the way, if you care to participate in the show, it's live today. 312-642-5600. So an array, a tsunami of new taxes, penalties, costs for existing, for living, for making the decision, whether you did it voluntarily or involuntarily, um, to be here in Illinois, just went up exponentially. I don't think people have an understanding of exactly what was passed aside or what's even proposed or aside from the progressive tax that they passed. And we still have to vote on. However, do you really think that your people in Illinois, you really think your fellow citizens in Illinois, the covetous, envious rats that would elect these open and notorious socialist frauds pretending to be Democrats? Or why don't we just call the Pritzker family what it is? The most proficient tax evasion family in Illinois history is now in charge of Illinois taxes. That donut crunching fat slob that he is, Jelly Belly Pritzker. Oh, I know it's mean. My wife, can't even, we can't even watch the news together anymore. You know, you're so mean. I'm not the one that stuffed the cream cake in his face to get him at five foot four to 400 pounds. But I am the one that's going to tell you, somebody that, that makes the decisions of his own life to live the way he does, he doesn't get to make them in mine. I wouldn't live one day the way that fat low-life scumbag lives. And now he gets to just cast laws and expenses and penalties and limitations on me. 
It's outrageous and it's sickening. But I have to tell you, I'm not the only one. Not even in my wife's family who thinks about it. We went like most of you went to a barbecue yesterday. And I'm you know, I'm I'm fifty one. Anybody out there who wants to tell, I'll still take Jelly Belly Pritzker and every one of his friends. But anyway, uh, you know, our kids are getting older now. They're going off to college. They're making decisions of what to do with their life. And uh, Italian family, my wife is all Italian. They're very close. So you get involved with the other families, the cousins. And they all have three kids apiece. So we're at this party yesterday. And although there's, you know, four or five cousins, there's tons of kids. Okay? And they're all in high school age. Two of one of them. Now, my daughter graduated this year. She's off going out of state, thank God, and not by me. I didn't have to tell her. To a one of those kids, not one of them is either going to school in Illinois or plans on staying in Illinois. Not one of them. Now, what's astonishing about that is that most of their fathers, like me, are either small businessmen or work in companies that would would look to hire their very own offspring or their parents would be able to help them with their sphere of influence, their infrastructure of, of, of people in the workforce here in Illinois. All, every single one of these kids could do that. And not one of them is staying. And that is what we call a leading indicator of the future of Illinois. You cannot get people who aspire to be better than they are today to look forward to tomorrow in Illinois. You can't do it. And the ramifications of these policies are going to be so destructive and so pervasive that no one's going to escape it. And this isn't about run to Florida, which, by the way, I do own that uh, domain name, kid. This isn't about South Florida and the benefits of one particular state. This is about the destruction in our state where we live and how you must recognize it. I don't care which state you put your kids in, but if you love those kids, you ain't going to make them live here. You're not going to do what our parents and grandparents, oh, you want to stay close to the nest or, or the obligation. In fact, this is why we take the bullet so that we can send our kids to different places. As you look at these outright, open and notorious, celebrate, hugging, hugging that fat bastard, hugging him. Come here, JB, like he was, like he was good luck charm to rubbing that big fat belly. And you're celebrating this? The fact that you just restrained, you just penalized, you punitively abused your power to seize money that you waste on a yearly basis. The problem isn't the revenue in Illinois, as they just obtained another $1.5 billion from the, the Washington tax changes. They pissed that away in, in record time. Pissed it away. Have no idea where it is. And it isn't on one specific gaffe or, 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 or scam that they run. And I don't just mean when you drive past these construction sites, rain or no rain, there's two, two morons on the job and 17 pieces of equipment. I don't mean that. I mean the multiple scams in which they profit themselves, protect themselves. Where just like Germany in the 30s, it's better to work for the state than under its thumb. And they're hugging and they're celebrating. And there's Alison Rosati with the dust on her chin, still from the donuts, telling me how great this is great. It's a cornerstone of his campaign. Oh, is it? Is it a cornerstone of his campaign? And then the, the full outrage of the, uh, the casino-invested Republicans, right? Durkin and the rest of them, as they own these ghetto casino, ca- casinos, Dotties, Peppers, whatever truck stop waitress they name these casinos after. They're cashing it in. They're not invested in the, in the pot dispensaries that are coming out. They already are in the, the medical marijuana ones that have been here for years. 
Oh, this is just terrible. And you know why they get to do that? Because they're already tax protected. They already have trusts and write-offs and shill companies and frauds. You know, the Pritzker tax plan, where they don't pay income tax because they don't derive their money from income. This, to me, is a national news story of how a corrupt few get to control the absolute and total politics of a state. This is the basis of the movie Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Did you know that? This is the basis. There was one newspaper guy who was corrupt, setting up land purchases, front-running decisions from government, and making his money guaranteed through corrupt politicians. That's the story of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, which ironically, all of these low-life socialist Democrats think they are. They all think they're Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. And in the meantime, their state is run like a gangster extortion street crew. That's what this is. We don't have Illinois Democrats. We got the the Illinois Democrats street crew because they're extortionists. And this law they passed not only will have instant ramifications where the people who do and can and want to make more than $250,000 leave, but the ones who don't want to see their cable bill go up 30%, who don't want to see their gas tax double, who don't want to see their property tax skyrocket with no correlation to the value of their property. But it was during one of these conversations I had yesterday where I learned something. One of the, uh, the uh, relatives at the party was an Illinois state policeman, and they have spent a numerous amount of time training with the Denver policeman. I said, well, that's kind of weird. Why? Because of the pot? Yeah, because of the pot. Because in Denver, Colorado, the pot law that changed where it's legal has had massive negative results in law enforcement. That what these pot companies do, and if you think about J.B. Pritzker when he proposes passing this this pot thing, or they passed it, they're waiting for, I don't know what the hell's going on with it. It doesn't matter. I made the decision to leave. Anyway, you can grow up to five plants if you own a house. So you know what these guys who make all the money, all the politically connected lobbyists, what they tend to do, this is, this is actually quite brilliant. They buy up these distressed foreclosure ghetto properties in these neighborhoods which they've managed to destroy, and they buy the houses as a pretend investments, and they put little pot fields in each house because that's why it's in the law that if you own a house or you rent a house or a unit, you can grow up to five marijuana plants. That's not for you, stupid. You out there waiting for your government cheese check to come in as you play your video games, that's for them. So they can capitalize on the destruction of home values by buying these cheap uh, uh, rentals putting pot plants in it along with potheads. The whole thing is a freaking scam. And you're sitting there telling me, oh, it's going to be tax revenue. That's my favorite. When moron citizens chant for more tax revenue, in essence, arguing against their neighbor and their kids. Well, aren't you a stupid idiot? That's why I have to tell you what. Can't wait to get the hell out of here tomorrow morning. Anyway, this is what's happening in Illinois, yet the spin on it by the incompetent and often corrupt media, is that this is a good day for Illinois. Not representing that one of the few benefits to Illinois up until now was a flat tax. Because the immorality of a progressive tax destroys lives. It destroys families, and it destroys the living conditions of the people left behind. Because the reality is, when they cook these laws together, I had the benefit of knowing one of these scumbags. When they put these laws together... They calculate 
the amount of percentage, the low percentage of people who actually do what they say and and leave. They know that it's less than 2%. Less than 2% really move. Now, when you think about it, I think they're, they must be a little shocked at what's happened in Chicago as people run out of it like O'Leary's cow kicked the lantern over again and more people of every race are fleeing Chicago. But what they know is sometimes they flee Chicago and they go to DuPage County and they go to Lake County and they go to Cook, well, outside of, of, of Chicago into various nooks of ghetto Cook County. But the reality is people are leaving in mass from states like this, but even the ones that aren't openly are making sure their children do. And that is, if, if Illinois was a stock, you'd be selling short, baby. You'd be buying puts. You'd be positioning yourself to realize what's happening here. The only good news is, you know, I've lost my money, small money in Elmwood Park. I, I didn't live in Hinsdale. I didn't live in Oak Brook. I didn't live in uh, various communities along the lakefront where the homes have not just stagnated but imploded. But what about you people that didn't? You thought, well, sure, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll pay this off. I'll raise my family here, and I'll make a ton of money. The financial devastation that has that exists today has already happened, but that will be happening due to this one law change will result in what I think Illinois be looking a lot like Flint, Michigan, where the only people who are there are the people that can't leave or the people who are on the government cheese. And that is how you build a welfare state. So maybe when they're all done, the Republicans can come together in a bipartisan manner and, and, and celebrate and write a, write a novel on how never to govern a state, how to guarantee absolute failure. That's what I thought they were hugging each other for yesterday, because that's what the real achievement was by the street crew Democrats calling themselves Illinois politicians. And, 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 I, and they pan back and they show the Republicans. Most of whom, if you live in Illinois, I've gone to golf outings, right? You see him around, Oberweiss handing out ice cream like a simpleton that he is. Oh, look, at here they are, the Illinois Republic. Got to put up a good fight. Got to put up a good fight. And I, did, I felt the same way as that slack-jawed buffoon, Bruce Rauner, and that scarecrow wife of his took office. And you look at, at the outrageousness of Illinois building upon the abortion law, to make it so that the baby could be slaughtered, I think even after conception, right? We're one of the only states to, like New York with the infanticide. I think that was another bill that they voted on Sunday night. And you realize, what did they really build on? They built on HB40 that Bruce Rauner signed. That's, that's, that's it, boy. That's, that's what a nail in a coffin sounds like. Uh, Memorial Day 2019 in Chicago, Illinois, is the, the financial... And an absolute nail in the coffin of Illinois, as far as I'm concerned. So I hope to see you on the plane tomorrow. I leave quite early. Now back to the national news. There are two things that happen. I did my show last night, the Liberty Hour here. And I'll, I, I often rail against Trumponomics. And yet, I recognize that Trump is also being attacked and assaulted by the bureaucracy, by the machine that has built itself a Ruba Goldberg mechanism to protect itself, as you see in the abuses of the FBI. And I, I, I get a long Twitter private message from somebody who I like very much. 
And they're like, you got to pick a side. You can't talk out of both sides of your mouth. With you know, one minute you you're mad that they're attacking Trump. On the other minute, you don't go in for 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 Trumponomics. And and you know, it's it, it, it's a double speak. And that's and then I sent back, well, only if you're a simpleton. And I realized, you know what? I get why people say that because most people think that these relatives, you're vested in them, that they're part of your family, that they're your friends. And if you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound like your wife. I've always said that throughout the years. You're not married to these politicians. And it wasn't just as John McCain held up the entire Senate as we waited for him to die. It's about how you realize how else are these senators in there for 40 years? Congressmen for 25 years. Look at Dick Durbin. Because the people, the constituents, the phony baloney reporters that give you this propaganda on these guys, they're built up to be as if they are your friends and your family. And oh, I like that guy. Boy, I like that guy. Well, I like Justin. Not a better kid in the world. In fact, if my daughter brought home a kid with his character, I'd say, nice choice. I can also identify he dresses like a freaking girl. He's wearing woman's pants. Two things can exist in the same universe, in the same room. That's exactly what happens here with Trump. So first off, outrageousness and the blessing of Trump as he exposes the corruption and the fraud in the bureaucracies we pretend are law enforcement. Sorry, just the way it is. The upper echelon of the FBI is they are a patronage parking lot. And the only way they got to be in their little positions is because they kissed ass, just like judges and the upper law in Chicago, Illinois. It's the same thing. You got Mueller, Comey, uh, Strzok, and is the... The, the girl that could eat an apple through a fence, they got there because they kissed the right ass. And they are political animals, and they had a political agenda. And to pretend they didn't, you have to be a moron. Or you have to feel that these people, because they work in government, are your friends and your family. And you're in for a penny and you're in for a pound, and you defend them as if they were your wife's sister. That's not true. And we need to be the party of bigger IQ, of a bigger... A broader base of fundamentals and principles. And we have to look at our politicians and say, look, scumbags, scumbags that you are. When you're right, I'll agree with you. When you're wrong, you're going to wish you never saw me. See, that's what I've always done. My favorite stories of all when I first bought the Elmhurst Cigar House. Guy came in, I didn't know who he was. He had the, the, the you know, the, the $1,000, $1,500 glasses on, spectacles, all dialed up round, you know, where they think they're from the 30s and they look real smart like they were on FDR's board. Hey, you give discounts for Illinois Republicans? Discounts? How about I charge you 35% extra for being stupid and useless? He didn't want. He didn't like the pricing then after that, and we never saw him again. Come to find out, I guess he was a big deal in Illinois Republican Party. I don't care. Stop kissing their ass. You don't need anything for them. Nothing. And in this state, if they, if they choose to go after you, shut down. Get the hell out. You can, do, you can be you no matter where you are problem is when it happens in our in our nation you can't anymore and what's happened to the destruction of your individual liberty to your debt to your the prospects of your future that's a bipartisan achievement of, that's a bipartisan achievement of a of a goal that we are now recognizing the government shares in as you look at the upper echelon of the FBI specifically misused its power to target and try to prevent Trump from being elected. It is unarguable. And anybody that says, I like Mueller, he's a good guy, they're stupid. And they're either that or they're smart and they're lying to you. There is no middle ground.
And I don't just mean every investigation Mueller was on, how government had to settle for wrongful persecution, like the anthrax case, in which Mueller and Comey worked on. I mean, look at the career in general. You're a political appointee, but you're appointed by both parties? And that's somehow, oh, he's bipartisan. Well, yeah, he's bipartisan corrupt. He's a bipartisan ass kisser. That's what that means. And, he, and that's the scariest of them. Because look at the Republicans that appointed him. There's very little difference between them and the Clintons. Very little difference between them and the Obamas. Because they have that agenda that I speak to so much of Fabianism. And what is that exactly? That's where intellectual technocrats realize that they become, can easily become kleptocrats by separating law from citizens, by destroying representation and a republic, by controlling the propaganda, the information, but more importantly, the outcome once they're caught. Like, think Jesse Smollett. The infrastructure of corruption in the Illinois judicial system was there for him to take advantage of. Think of what happened with Trump, the, the, the surveillance, the setup, the setup of Trump and Putin working together. That can only be done by people who are selling you a nonsense. Because the reality of what Trump has done with all foreign countries, there is no foreign body that would have backed Trump. None, zero, zippo. The destruction he's done, except if you've always been our enemy, has been has been really... I think you, people can't understand what he's done to destroy the, the foundation principle and how he's set up countries to de-dollarize, which is a big issue, ladies and gentlemen, in the financial world. As you watch countries that were former allies and former enemies come together as they uncouple from the dollar and our debt. And everybody goes, oh, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's China, China, China. China is a small player in our debt and even in, to a certain extent, extent from them to us we make up 18 percent of their exports that's all so when people think i'm gonna you know like i was listening to Stephen moore larry kudlow and the people who justify trump trade as they say well it's gonna hurt them more it's it's hard for me to get past the first hurdle of how stupid it is but the second hurdle is where you can really focus it's not gonna hurt them more there we make up 18 percent of their export China's exports have already gone throughout the world. You wouldn't believe it, but there's the rest of the world out there to where it's going to hurt. You don't want to lose 18% of any business, but you still got the remaining percentages, don't you? You still got the 82%, right? So you still got the 82%, and now what, what are we doing is that we're going after those other countries that also trade with China, and that's why the war is of both words, of, of ridiculous policies, and sanctions on Americans called tariffs are being implemented. Is because what's going on behind the scenes is that Trump is trying to build allies when the reality is he's building an allied force of enemies. That's what he's building. And the reason is we double-crossed the world when we changed our economic policies, when we went to, to, to massive Massive bailouts and tarps and exploding the money in circulation 600% from September 11th to today. Over 600%. We're closer to seven now. Because they're still pumping the money. You think they're not? Why do you think Trump called for QE? Why do you think he demands low interest rates? It's about the money, honey. It's always about the freaking money. 
So that's why a, a, a small group elected for a brief time does not, was not intended to have the power to disrupt the financial macro economy of the world. Doesn't have it. And what it builds is, is an allied resistance against us. And in the end, you could walk around and we could have the holidays and the parades. In the end, not only are we going to fail, we're the ones that double-crossed everybody. We're the ones that conned the world after World War II. And if you think I'm wrong, look at the Bretton Woods Agreement. We guaranteed the world that the U.S. dollar was the most stable currency, not simply because we won the war but because we had the fundamental and economic principles to have our money secured to, at that time, gold. We're the ones. Nixon takes us off the gold standard. One thing, the world still was on our side. We're the ones that, throughout different administrations, printed the money for our benefit alone, without the concept of, what about these other countries that acquired our debt when the dollar was in so much circulation, that each time you make that that pond bigger, you make their water thinner. We're the ones that did that to the world. And then we said, no, no, no. If you're going to trade even your own commodities, you're going to put it on the dollar first. So we were already taking advantage of that currency slippage, that arbitrage, where our companies were already reaping profits undisclosed. And now, what do you do when you, when you explode your debt not just through George Bush, but through Obama again, and by the way, Trump too, you screw all of those other people around the world. And it's not patriotic to say, yeah, get them! It's, it's, it's dishonest. It's chanting for gangsterism. And that's what I'm watching my Republicans become. Not just as they, as they try to gangster other countries who have bought and acquired debt and agreements under one philosophy and now are extorted to the other. But as I watch them chant for their policies on their own citizens, as I watch them support the tyranny of a corrupt few, oh, he's not corrupt, he's Donald Trump. And it's not about attacking Trump. I don't care about him as an individual. It's about what the hell are you doing? He doesn't have the, the right to do this to the world, to, our, to, to us. What about all of you that, that, that built your, your portfolios, your retirement, your businesses on, on import-export, on trade? You know, I had, I had a more, I, and this is a guy I love, who I've traded with, who I know for 30 years, argue that it's no big deal if, if, if Walmart goes out of business. How freaking stupid are people? Do you realize what Walmart does, aside from its just general business of bringing you good products at low prices, do you realize how many they employ either directly or indirectly? Can you think about that third dimension that goes out from one guy having a job who buys groceries, who pays taxes, who buys a car, who pays gas taxes, who buy, pays for tolls, who loans his moron cousin $500 when he needs it. The benefit of that one guy having that job at Walmart that most people would scoff at, let alone the millions that they employ millions around the world. And what it happens if that company goes out of business, the destruction, it's not dropping a pebble in a lake. It's, it's, it's dropping a boulder in a cup. That's the kind of thing that happens. That's why you don't chant for five or six sexually frustrated walking ads for Viagra to control macro policies. That's why the founders had a republic system set up 
where one body watches the other, where the ultimate overseer are the people. That's why I rally against the nonsense and pay tribute to Trump when he declassifies documents. Good for you, Trump. Good. See, you can do both. And it's crucially important you do both. But you know, just like we were talking about before, the scumbags in Illinois who factor in how many people are going to really move and really change their life because of policies, it's less than 2%. It's the same amount of Republicans that are conservative anymore. So I have decided right now there are no more conservatives in the Republican Party that can honestly look at you and support this macro manipulation by a few men. I don't give a shit if they're related to them. There can be two things at once. The problem is the integrity of the, of the American citizen is gone. And it's easy. I get it. But watch what happens on the other side. Because, see, here's the, here's the benefit. And here's what most of us who, who, who recognize what socialism is. Right. Aside from the, the ramification of the, the largest um, uh, the resulting in murder of citizens of a country is the philosophy of the Democrat Party. That is the, the philosophy that kills millions and millions. And I don't just mean the 60 million in Russia. I mean, all around the world. That's the result of it. It ends in Venezuela. We say that over and over again. But you're already seeing the breakup here in America. I want to play this clip mainly because I didn't hear it. So the president is not going to accept exoneration if that's what bill barr finds that's sarah sanders hold on that's sarah sanders excuse me do you swear or affirm under penalty of perjury that the testimony you're about to give is true and correct to the best of your knowledge information and belief thank you let the record show the witness point of parliamentary inquiry yes mr johnson i think we left out the phrase so help me god we did could we have the witnesses do it again for the record yeah, if they want to do it, but some of them don't want to do it. And I don't think it's necessary, and I don't like to assert my will over other people. Well, it goes back to our founding history. It's been part of our tradition for more than two centuries, and I don't know that we should abandon it now. Could I ask the witnesses if they would, if they would choose to, to use the phrase? Mr. Chairman. Mr. Nadler. If any witness objects, uh, he should not be asked to identify himself. Uh, we do not have religious tests for office or for anything else. And uh, we should let it go with that. Because they're the God. They're the God. But what you're going to see is you're going to see a rejection by old-fashioned Democrats as they become Republicans. That's what Trump has done. That's what he has seized. So I often say we have to make a choice of, of, of what do we want the cleaner piece of dung. In this case, we're going to get the cleaner piece of dung because the Democrats and the progressive have gone too far when they do this. They've gone too far. And we, as a society, recognize too much science when New York and Chicago pass infanticide laws that mothers can kill babies even even if they survive the abortion up until nine months. Even for women that supported this, this is offensive. The, not all of them, but, but a portion of their base. I believe the Republicans have gone, I mean, uh, the Democrats have gone too far and the Republicans have, have captured that. That's why, as you look at these policies of Donald Trump, they, they do make sense if you look at them from the perspective of a Democrat. So what I wanted to, to, to point out is I think that the Democrats have gone too far along the idea of this progressive utopia. And what they've done is they've shifted it into the Republican utopia that Trump promises. The problem is that's bad for the people who don't believe in government-manipulated societies, who recognize the corruption in the, in the Trump administration, who recognize the corruption that it always leads to in, 
in bipartisanship in, in Democrats or Republicans who see the idea that these, these politicians now are comfortable making decisions on the macroeconomic level to the micro social level that, that happens in Illinois as they pass these different laws to restrain citizens at a level that would never be accepted prior to this. So I do think that the Democrat Party has gone too far. My problem is I do think it's crucially important for the Republicans to correct the Republican Party. In fact, when you ask people how do they identify, um, most of them get it wrong when they give you your political affiliation after you dive into issue questions. Most people are married to a, a concept, hey, I'm a Democrat, hey, I'm a I'm a socialist, until you ask them specific questions about those policies. So in 2020, I think Trump's going to win. I think we have until 2020 to stop the trajectory of, of bad economic decisions Trump makes. Because as you reflect on every, not just recession, on every depression, on every valley in, in American economics, it goes through mistakes made by the opposition party. The depression, Hoover tariffs. Not specific cause, but the trigger that started decisions of bad monetary policy after that. The problem is there is no good monetary policy after you impose a manipulation law. There are no good monetary policies. That's it. You can't support it. So what happened in the Depression is they did the opposite of what they're doing now. They, they, they called in the money. They raised the rates. It was, it was bad on top of bad on top of bad. But you can't put good on top of bad either. So Trump is trying to say the opposite of the Depression. So I'm going to put, implement tariffs. I'm going to start a trade war. I'm going to devalue the American dollar to the American citizen who chooses here. And I'm going to somehow try to pay for that by farmer bailouts, by specific industry bailouts, by low interest rates, and by quantitative easing. That's a mistake, too. That's the mistake that started the Tea Party. So I'm going to say right now, if we do not see a rise of true conservatism, of true economic fundamentalists, if we do not see a correction by Donald Trump, it's not going to matter, just like in the wars that, that happen throughout the world, it's not going to matter if Trump holds the seat. And then what are you going to do? So what we need is that rise of the Tea Party to come together again and correct Donald Trump from his team. And it isn't going to happen through Larry Kudlow and Stephen Moore and the ass-kissing policies of a lifelong Democrat like Peter Navarro or a fraud lobbyist lawyer like Lighthouser. These are the two people who have Donald Trump's ear. These are the two people that are really telling him, you're right, Big Donnie. And these are the, the three people that will be the cause of the next American depression, unequivocally. And if you look at what's happening both in, in, in world markets, and I don't just mean Russia acquiring more gold now than it ever in history, at the same time diversifying, getting off of the U.S. dollar, and accepting the sanctions we've put on Russia. See, that's the other thing. Donald, nobody has put more sanctions on Russia than Donald Trump. The problem is they're playing chess. He's playing checkers. And the reality is he's being given bad advice by stupid advisors. And more importantly, he's not getting corrected by the smart ones that are around because they want to see how this works in the election. And what I'm trying to tell you is it's bigger than the election. He's going to win the election. It's about what is he going to do to bring back true prosperity, 
It isn't in bailouts. It isn't in quantitative easing and manipulated interest rates. It's in foundational policies that cannot be changed by elected officials. That's what we need to get back to. And in the meantime, diversify yourself. Pay off your credit and go to a good state. And focus on, there can be two things that happen at once. You can like a guy, want him to win, recognize he's being assaulted, and you can criticize his economic policies. This isn't in for a penny, in for a pound. This is representative republic. And the main thing is, you're going to see that being attacked in the future. You're already seeing it among the dimwits that are running for, for Democrat offices. But you must keep a system of electoral college, because that's what's going to stop the mobocracy that exists here in Illinois. So these are the issues. You have to have fundamental principles to fight off the con job of the day, of the year, of the administration. It's not about one guy. It's about one country. And that country has to have principles. And when Democrats can change mores because they don't like people to say uh, uh, God in, a, in, a, in an oath, and it gets very little coverage, it's not that much longer until we are Venezuela. And I want to fight it tooth and nail. So we are not going to be here tomorrow. I am, uh, I'm going to probably be back some point next week. I think next Wednesday's podcast will go off. Um, but from this point forward, it's going to be sketchy here because, listen, at a certain point, you have to respect your money. You have to respect your future. And you have to respect what, you, what, you, what we all live for is, the, is the, the generation behind us, our kids. And you have to make the hard call. And that's what I'm going to do. I hope you do it. Go ahead, Justin, a little cheap plug. And if you do it in South Florida, call Liberty Real Estate Services. In the meantime, do not run into me as we all run for the border. I do appreciate you listening to the show. We will be back a week from tomorrow. Thank you so much. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.